Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Ambition and Success by Orson Sweat Martin, published in 1919. One of the saddest things in life is to see people who started out with high hopes and proud ambitions settle down in mediocre positions, half satisfied just merely to get a living, to plot along indifferently. What tragedy there is in being content with mediocrity, in getting into a state where one is indifferent to the larger, better things of life. When you are satisfied with the life you are living, with the work you are doing, with the thought you are thinking, with the dreams you are dreaming, satisfied with the character you are building, with your ideals, you may be sure that you are already beginning to deteriorate. There is a little hope for the person who feels satisfied with themselves, who does not know the noble discontent that stirs the acorn to become an oak. It is our ambition to improve something somewhere every day, to get a little further on and a little higher up than we were the day before, an insatiable passion for better things all along the line. That is the secret of human progress. Do you realize that if your motive were big enough, if you had a powerful incentive, you could material improve upon what you now are satisfied to consider your best endeavor? As an employee, you may think you are doing your level best and are conscientious, loyal, true, and industrious. And yet, if a great prize should be offered you to bring your work up to a certain higher standard for the next 60 days, 
Will you not succeed in greatly improving what you now think is your best work? Don't you think that if your name were over the front door as proprietor, instead of the name of the company you work for, you could jack yourself up about 50%, that you would find some way of doing it? Don't you think you would be a little more ambitious? Make a little better use of your time. That you would try to call out a little more ingenuity and effectiveness? A little more resourcefulness? It is a depressing sight to see so many young people apparently so satisfied with themselves, with what they are doing, that they have no great yearnings, no insatiable longing for something higher and better. Multitudes of capable employees are satisfied to plot along in mediocrity, instead of rising to the heights where their ability would naturally carry them. I have a friend who has a much superior mind to the person he is working for, and yet for a great many years he has been on an ordinary salary. He has never married. He takes life in an easy-going way, and whenever I have tried to encourage him to go into business for himself, to show him how much superior he is to the person he is working for, he always says, why should I exert myself more, or take on greater business, more responsibilities? I have nobody but myself to think about. I like to have a good time, and don't want to have the worry and anxiety of running a business of my own. Although I know perfectly well I could do it if I wanted to. Of course, my friend is correct in saying that the higher up in the world you get, the greater your responsibility. But think of the satisfaction which comes from the consciousness that you have made the most of your talents, that you have not buried any of them in a napkin. The satisfaction which comes from the feeling that you have made good, that you have delivered your message to the world and delivered it boldly, that you have fulfilled your mission that you have made the most possible of the material and opportunities given you. The feeling that you have no regrets, that you have done your level best, more than compensates for any additional effort and greater responsibility. We tend to become like our aspirations. Therefore, if we constantly aspire and strive for something better, higher and nobler, we cannot help broadening and improving. The ambition that is dominant in the mind tends to work itself out in the life. If our ambition is sorted and low, we shall develop these qualities, for our lives follow our ideals. Civilization has made its greatest advancement under the stress of necessity under the leadership of a great ambition to satisfy the heart's yearnings for better things. We do our best work while we are trying desperately to match our dreams with their reality. The struggle of humanity to rise a little higher, to get into a little more comfortable position, 
to secure a little better education, a little better home, to gain a little more culture and refinement, to possess that power which comes from being in a position of broader and wider influence, is what has developed the character and the stamina of our greatest achievers. This upward life trend also gives others confidence in us. When we have attained a little success, when we have gained a little public applause, how many of us think we can relax our efforts? And before we realize it, our ambition has disappeared, our energy evaporated. A sort of lethargy comes over us and lulls us into an action. First successes, and especially early successes, act like an opiate upon many people. They are overcome with an inertia that only an unsatisfied and determined ambition can overcome. It takes more grit and a stronger will to force ourselves to do our level best. After we have demonstrated without doubt that we have the ability to do what we undertake, then it does to achieve the actual first success itself. One of the greatest enemies to ambition is personal inertia, and it is one of the hardest things to overcome. The temptation to slide along the line of least resistance, to get into a comfortable position and take one's ease, is so strong that many allow it to master them. Their ambition is not persistent enough or strenuous enough to shame them out of their inertia, or prod them on to greater things. Mediocrity is the inevitable outcome of laziness. As the poet tells us, they who would climb the heights sublime, or breathe the pure air of life, must not expect to rest in ease, but brace themselves for toil or strife. One of the most discouraging problems in the world is that of trying to help the ambitionless, the half-satisfied, those who have not enough discontent to push them on, initiative enough to begin things, and persistency enough to keep going. If a person is apparently satisfied to drift along in a humdrum way, half content with their accomplishments, undisturbed by the fact that they have used but a very small part of themselves, a very small percentage of their ability, that their energies are running to waste in all sorts of ways. You cannot do much with them. If they lack ambition, life, energy, and vigor, are willing to slide along the line of least resistance and exert themselves as little as possible, there is nothing upon which to build. It is the individual who is not satisfied with what they do, and who is determined to better their best every day, who struggles to express the ideal, to make the possible in them a reality that wins. Activity is the law of growth, effort the only means of improvement. Whenever people have obeyed their lower nature, 
and cease to struggle to better their condition. They have deteriorated physically, mentally, and morally. While just in proportion as they have striven honestly and insistently to improve their situation, they have developed a larger and nobler character. When I asked one of the most successful business people in the country to tell me the secret of his success, he replied, I haven't succeeded. No one who strives to make a difference ever succeeds. There is always a larger goal ahead. It is the small person who succeeds in their own estimation. Really great individuals never reach their goal because they are constantly pushing their horizon out further and further, getting a broader vision, a larger outlook, and their ambition grows with their achievement. If you are getting a fair salary in a mediocre position, there is a danger of hypnotizing yourself into the belief that there is no need to exert yourself very much to get up higher. There is a danger of limiting your ambition so that you will be half content to remain a perpetual mid-level employee when you have the ability to do much better. This satisfaction with the lesser when the greater is possible, often results from relatives or friends telling you that you are doing well and that you have better let well enough alone. These advisors say, don't take chances with a certainty. It is true you are not getting a very big salary, but it is a sure thing. And if you give it up with the hope of something better, you may do worse. Don't let anyone or any conditions make you think you don't have the ability to match your longings. Wrapped up in every human being there are energies which, if unfolded, concentrated and given proper attention, will develop toward their highest ideal. Our longings are creative principles, prophecies, indicative of a power equal to the task of actual achievement. When you once get a glimpse of yourself as you were intended by your maker to be, with all of your latent possibilities developed into realities, when you once see yourself as the superb individual it is possible for you to be, nothing and no one but yourself can prevent you from attaining your ambition. It is only the person who has stopped growing that feels satisfied with their achievements. The growing individual feels a great lack of wholeness, of completeness. Everything in them seems to be unfinished because it is growing. The expanding soul is always dissatisfied with its accomplishments, is always reaching out for something larger, fuller, more complete. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. 
Shop now at Hero.co.